The draw for the NRL was released yesterday. It's a really interesting draw for the Melbourne Storm. So we thought it's the right time to get their CEO, Justin Rodsky, on. And he joins us. Hello, Justin. G'day, Jules. Good to be with you. You too. Uh, I just want to get the temperature of the NRL in terms of their fixture. You've covered AFL and you've worked at a club. You know what it's like in the AFL. We build up to the fixture release. We analyse it to within an inch of its life when it comes out. People get emotional when they see their fixture they want to book their interstate trips as soon as the fixture comes out. What's it like in the NRL world compared to the frenzy it is in the AFL? Oh, I think it's pretty similar. And, you know, obviously the NRL probably doesn't get as much exposure down here in Victoria and in Melbourne as perhaps it would be doing right now up in Sydney and Brisbane in particular. So, you know, I think it's a similar process. The, the NRL works closely with the clubs, the broadcasters and all other stakeholders in the game to bring together a fixture that, you know, at the end of the day, if everybody's unhappy, they've probably done a good job because um, it's a pretty <laughs> difficult and challenging task uh, putting it all together and, you know, looking at all the club's requests and, and specific priorities, you know, themed games and rounds that are in place, commitments that have been made to various different stakeholders. So, hey, look, it's not an easy challenge. Um, you know, there is software that helps support both the AFL and the NRL actually use the same company to, to do from a software perspective, to pull the draw together, but uh, it's uh, it's definitely an important part of the year, and it helps to you know you, you, when it comes to your planning and starting to prepare for the season ahead. Obviously, your fixture and your home games in particular are what you start to plan your season around. So, how many of your requests were granted? And uh, early days, what's been the the feedback from your members? Yeah, we had a number of our requests granted, which was pleasing. So first and foremost, we were really keen to host uh, a round one home game. And um, we knew that the AFL was looking at this round zero concept in Sydney and that there was the potential of not having any AFL on in Melbourne for that weekend. So we wanted to capitalise on that uh, and host a, a round one game and in the end got a, a big round one game against the reigning premiers. <laughs> Did you the request the Panthers night. specifically? <laughs> not specifically, not specifically, but... I'm trying to work out whether it's a good time to get them or a bad time to get them in round one. But, uh, yeah, no, so we, we were able to achieve that. And then also we looked at the gather rounds that's happening over in South Australia and Adelaide from an AFL point of view. And we were keen to make sure we had a game that weekend as well so that there was an NRL content on in Melbourne when there was no AFL and, and, and we were able to achieve that. We had a really successful King's Birthday Eve afternoon yep. game this year uh, that we were also keen to once again get... Um, in the schedule, and then the NRL were able to give us that as well. So um, we had some good wins there. Um, we've lost the the New Zealand Warriors uh, on Anzac Day, so um, you know the NRL commission decided that it was time to play a game in New Zealand during Anzac round. But uh, we were able to keep the fixture, which has become a, a really important part, we think, in your sporting calendar on Anzac Day, the night game and the pre-game pre-game ceremony here at Amy Park, and. Um, you know, we were keen to play a, a big Sydney club as an opponent if we were going to lose the Warriors and, um, you know, we were able to achieve that with the Rabbitohs playing. And then we also know that we've got a lot of Warriors supporters here in Victoria, so we also requested that we played the Warriors as a home game in, in Season 24 and, you know, we were able to achieve that as well. So, you know, overall, from the request point of view, um, we did pretty well. Um, our members and fans have responded really positively from what I've seen. Uh, you know, having 11 home games back at Amy Park is really important. It's actually the first time since 2019, would you believe, with COVID and mm. the FIFA, uh, requirements this year where we had to move two home games to, to Marvel Stadium. So first time we're back 
with 11 home games at Amy Park next year uninterrupted, which is uh, really exciting. So with the Anzac Day match, as you said, it's been a fantastic fixture build-up between yourselves and the Warriors for a long time now. Well, is the expectation that returns to Melbourne the following season or will you look to build a new tradition with another club? Well, no, we've got the game still against the Rabbitohs. So no, the, I mean, the, but the, the Anzac Day game, the, like 2025, do you expect the Warriors to come back and be involved in that here or do you look to build oh, a, another opponent? Yeah, no, probably not. I think that it's more likely that the Warriors will continue to host a home game during Anzac round as well ongoing. And so we'll be looking to build a, a new tradition with a new opponent. And, you know, if it's the Rabbitohs every year, fantastic. But if we need to rotate it, well, we're certainly open to that as well because we're, um, you know, we've, we've built something that's pretty special from a pre-game perspective, the ceremony, both from an Anzac perspective, but also culturally yep. um, it's become, you know, really synonymous with the day. And obviously you've got the Essendon Collingwood game across the road you know, prior to our match and a lot of fans come over to Amy Park after that to enjoy the, you know, the um, rugby league as well. So um, it's a calendar that, and, a, and, a, and a date in the schedule that we're really keen to continue with. Bit of Melbourne Storm CEO Justin Rodsky, the NRL draw was released yesterday. A bit lopsided the draw, Justin. A lot of home games early, but then a lot of away games late, which potentially makes the run home difficult. Yeah, that was probably one of the, the bigger challenges we saw in the draw. We were looking for a better balance across the season of home and away. And it's a really difficult and challenging finish to the season. You know, we've got four of our last five games away. Um, so to go back-to-back games in Sydney, then we come back to Amy Park for one game against the Dolphins, our final home game. Uh, and then we go on the road again for back-to-back games in Queensland against the Cowboys and the Broncos. So... It's a really challenging five weeks, not to mention the opponents that we come up against in that five-week period, which are the Rabbitohs, the Panthers, obviously the Dolphins at home, and then the Cowboys and the Broncos. So you've got the two uh, grand finalists from last year in that period, and then the Cowboys and Rabbitohs didn't play finals, but we would be expecting them to be bouncing back this season. So it's going to be a really tough finish to the year, and we're going to have to have that uh, anyone, anytime, anywhere mentality ready to go for that period. So... Whilst we would have preferred a bit more balance across the season, we've just got to make sure we really capitalise on those home games early in the year and, and then you know really prepare well for that back end of the year when we've got a heavy travel schedule. Yeah, you play fellow top four sides, the Panthers, the Broncos and the Warriors twice. So the breakdown, seven Thursday games, five on Friday, nine on Saturdays and three on Sundays. What's the feel amongst your members and NRL fans in general about Thursday night games? We know it's a, it's a big talking point in the AFL. Some would love to see it every week. Some don't like it. What's the overall feel amongst your members in the NRL community? Yeah, I think generally speaking, everybody's pretty positive about Thursday night football. Um, obviously, it's great from a, a TV perspective and broadcast point of view. And um, that's why we're quite happy to be playing away games on Thursday nights. It's great exposure for your club being on the big stage of free-to-air TV on a Thursday night. When it comes to a home game on a Thursday night, it's not as appealing. You know, obviously... You know, an 8 o'clock start, uh, it's a work night, a school night, often uh, difficult for members and fans who are coming in from, from the suburbs. Uh, it's a really late night in the end. So from an attendance point of view, a Thursday night isn't as great, but from a overall broadcasting commercial point of view, it is. So I think having a, a good mix of home and away from a Thursday night perspective is important, um, you know, to make sure that you're balancing the, you know, the performance, oh, sorry, the commercial and then the attendance side of things. 
Before I let you go, Justin, uh, the whole sporting world was sad when they saw Ryan Pappenhausen go down with another serious injury. He's back, heading back to the US to work with Bill Knowles. How did that all come about, and, and how's he been post that injury? I mean, it was terrible to see. You can't imagine what was going through his mind, given how hard he worked to get back. How's his, how's his mood been? Yeah, Paps is in good spirits. You know, obviously he's been through an incredibly difficult 24-month period with you know, a number of different injuries and setbacks. Um, you know, but he's a really resilient guy. He's extremely, um, you know, loved and respected around around the club and he's got a lot of great support around him. But, um, yeah, that was a, a really difficult end to the year watching him go down. And um, thankfully, you know, in terms of how bad it could have been, you know, it was actually not as bad as we first thought. And, you know, the three-month recovery is hopefully, you know, we've got him back running in January, doing, you know, proper full training contact work through February and then potentially being available for round one, which is a fantastic outcome if we end up there. Um, a big part of his rehab and recovery from his last injury was heading over to Philadelphia to see Bill Knowles, who, um, you know, obviously did a lot of work with him over a two-week period on his kneecap and, um, you know, for him, a big part of that was not just the physical side of it, but also the mental side of his recovery. And um, he's obviously going through a different type of injury this time around, but um, the specific training that Bill's able to do and obviously the, the mental side of things to help you know, him get through what's been another challenging period is something that he took upon himself to, to talk to our high-performance staff uh, about the opportunity, um, he's funding it himself and he's going to head over there for a two-week period um, in the next couple of weeks, uh, which hopefully really sets him up for his return back to the club in January and then, you know, hopefully uh, a, a run into to round one and, and being ready to go and starting for the Melbourne Storm this season. One more. Now, I want an honest answer here, Justin. We know the Melbourne Storm's round one record is extraordinary. Craig Bellamy's never lost a round one game since coaching the Storm when it was presented to him that you're playing the Panthers round one, what was his reaction? I haven't spoken to him yet, Jules. He's you're over, avoiding he's him. Overseas. I don't want to speak to him about it, no. He's, uh, he's currently overseas, actually. Frank, Frank Denise and Craig are, are on a two-week um, trip over to Europe at the moment. So they're in, uh, they're in Ireland, actually, at the moment, uh, visiting a number of different clubs. So, uh, yeah, haven't quite had the chance yet to, to talk to him about that. But uh, there'll be no greater challenge uh, than the Panthers, that's for sure. So let's hope we can keep that record alive. Oh, off the World Club Challenge, right for the picking. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be... <laughs> that's right, that's right. Justin, uh, thanks so much for your time. We can't wait for the Storm in 2024 and certainly early in the season. Blockbuster games at home, none bigger than the three-time chance uh, Panthers in round one. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Jules. Justin Rodsky, Melbourne Storm CEO. So Panthers round one, Warriors away round two. Also a home game early against the Brisbane Broncos and the Rabbitohs is the Anzac Day match at Amy Park.